Welcome to the Body, Mind, and Soul podcast with Tara Burnett, your go-to podcast for all things intuitive eating, manifestation, and positive vibes. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. So, excuse me if I cough a little bit in this podcast. I'm a bit sick just from all the excitement and up-leveling, so my voice is a little bit off today, but I really wanted to record a podcast because I just finished the Manifestation Babe Bali Retreat, and I just wanted to share my feedback and experience and the things that I learned and what I'm taking home with me, and I didn't really plan anything for this podcast. I just have my journal in front of me, and um, I just wanted to go through kind of the experience and what we did and share it with you guys. So, Basically, what the Manifestation Babe Retreat is, is it's a kind of a luxury Bali retreat. It's six nights long, and we were here for a week. So there's 12 women, and we all stayed in, like, a beautiful villa. The villa is definitely, like, five-star, amazing service, the most amazing food, and um, everything about it was just so beautiful. And we re-roomed up right away. So when I got to Bali, I was here a few days early and I just hung out um, by myself for a bit. I actually love traveling alone. So that's my favorite thing to do. Just explore and try out all the food and, and work out and journal and all those things. And then I met up um, with Anwar, who is a beautiful human who works for Goalcast. And we went for drinks and dinner before the retreat started. So we bonded instantly and we were, we ended up being roommates right away. So everyone has a roommate um, when you come in. And then the days are different, but the days at the villa were spent um, with a 7 a.m. yoga class, which was amazing. The first two days we had Sabby, is her name, Sabby Kerr on Instagram. And oh my God, she was so lovely. Her energy was just amazing. I, that was my favorite yoga class that I've ever done. And then we would have breakfast and all the meals were cooked by a sh- private chef. Oh my gosh, every single meal was like three courses. So we'd have like an appetizer and then lunch, or sorry, and then a main, a whole bunch of mains and a, and dessert options. So we just ate so well all week. It was so good. Um, and then we'd have a workshop. So usually starting around 10.30 a.m., we'd do a workshop until around 2.30 with Catherine and then lunchtime. So during the workshops, that's where really a lot of the stuff um, happened, like all of the growth. Well, not all of it. I'll talk more about that later, but that's where we were doing the learning. So on day one, um, we talked about kind of what is the biggest thing that you want to get out of the retreat? Um, what is the big thing like you're setting intentions for? Just really getting your goals clear. And then we did like a candle intention setting meditation, which I loved. And we kind of set our intentions into our candles and then let them and let them burn out kind of into the universe, letting them go. So Catherine had a bunch of really cool rituals and I like her stance on rituals because she doesn't believe that you need them. Like you don't need to have the crystals and the rituals and all that thing, thing, all those things. Um, not to get too rigid with those things, but it's just fun to have some things like that to make it a little bit more special and a little bit more intentional, just like how I feel a bit more intentional when I'm meditating with a crystal versus just meditating without or meditating when I'm driving or whenever it is that I'm getting mindful. It just makes it feel a little bit more special. So I loved the rituals that we did with her. And that was one of them, just setting our intention into a candle and then lighting it and letting it go. Um, I was, I felt on 
Saturday morning of the retreat. So we got there on Friday and we just had like a quick little like, what are your goals? Introduce, introduce yourself to all the women and dinner. So it was casual night on Friday. I already had a bunch of shit come up Saturday morning. I was crying before we even started the workshop, which was crazy. I don't even know what it was about being in Catherine's energy and being in all these amazing, successful and different women just being around them has been the biggest takeaway, I have to say. Um, yeah, it gave me the space to be vulnerable, and, and I was really proud of myself on day one. I, I was feeling really emotional before we even started, and I talked to Anwar, and I normally would never do that, and I would never really open up about how I'm feeling, and it was so helpful to just kind of like surrender and be like, okay, I'm just going to 100% be myself. <laughs> um and I was definitely scared of what was going to come up for me over the course of the retreat. Excuse me. I'm just going to um, edit out all my coughing because you guys don't want to hear that. Um, but it was great. I had some emotions come up around realizing why I was scared to be vulnerable. And on day one, I pretty much couldn't stop crying. <laughs> but everyone was very supportive. And it was amazing for me to like make the connection between what was holding me back before. And I've never had that realization before, even with all the self-development I've done, um, all the Tony Robbins conferences, all of that. And it was really a simple thing, which I hope this can help people. I'll just tell you my experience. Um, basically my fear around vulnerability started when, when I would get upset when I was younger, um, I would get emotional, like I would cry and my parents didn't really know how to handle it. And I think they kind of tried to brush it off and they would sometimes laugh at me, which would make me more upset and it would make me angry. And then I'd cry more and then they'd still kind of like laugh at me and be like, oh, you're so emotional and just like kind of brush off my feelings. And I'm not blaming my parents at all. My parents are wonderfully amazing, the best parents. But I realized that's kind of where it started with me kind of like shutting down my emotions and not wanting to. Um cry or be emotional, but also feeling unable to control it, which is a weird kind of dichotomy. And that's kind of where I started binge eating. I made that connection this week is when I couldn't feel safe to kind of express my emotions. That's when I started stuffing them down with food. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but that led to um, bulimia, binge eating, a very long struggle with that, that you guys, I can, I'll do another podcast of my full story around that. But it was interesting for me to make that connection. So um, basically, we just practiced forgiveness around that. And forgiveness was a, was a big part of, I think it was day two or day one. I can't actually remember. It might have been day one. But um, just forgiving ourselves, forgiving the people that may have like accidentally kind of caused us to have these emotions or blocks around whatever it is. Um, and that felt so good. We just kind of like let it all go. And I really was able to let it go. And I feel like that's literally not even an issue anymore. And I noticed myself getting a lot more vulnerable throughout the whole retreat right after day one, because I realized it was safe there. It was safe for me. And um, it was so lovely. The first day where I was just bawling my eyes out, I hardly knew anybody. And this um, woman named Lou that was on the retreat that you'll probably hear everybody talk about. She is the most inspiring person. I just, she doesn't have social media, so I'm sad that I won't be able to follow her journey, but um, she just gave me a kiss on the cheek and hugged me and held me, and she was just, she's like the most wonderful lady. She's a grandmother and mother, and you can tell she's just the most loving person. Anyway, that made it feel 
that was just such a good start because I feel like I let out everything that was kind of holding me back and then I forgave it and I let it go and the rest of retreat was very much like high vibration and exciting. Um, we talked about letting go and clearing space, which is like 99.9% of manifesting. And I have talked about this before a lot in my manifesting courses, but I loved how Catherine put it. And she did kind of a drawing of a stick person. Like let's imagine you as a person and around three to five meters around you is your energy field. And this is like scientifically proven. You, you give off, um, what is that? Like electromagnetic scans can see your energy field and how far it goes out. And people that are more conscious can like expand their energy fields more. People that are not as conscious, it might be a little bit smaller, but either way, regardless, every human in the world has an energy field around them. And that's kind of like the energy you give off to the world. Um, when your energy is clear, i.e. like for example you don't have any limiting beliefs or blocks holding you back you're not holding on to all these bullshit stories um that i'll get more into um and all these like negative cords and relationships and things that we hold on to and ideas that we have that are holding us back that is like clogging up your energy field so when you clear out your energy field that's when you can manifest anything you desire you're literally like a magnet for all those amazing things that you are trying to bring in and the best way to clear your energy field is forgiveness so forgiveness clears your energy field and gratitude expands your energy field which i felt was very interesting so Basically, in order to shift it, you have to first recognize your thoughts, stories, beliefs, things are holding you back. So let's let's use mine as an example. My belief was that I cannot um, be emotional or people will laugh at me. People won't take me seriously and I won't feel good enough or I won't be taken seriously. Um, or I also kind of realized that I led that to be like, nobody wants me here or I'm too much for people or I'm too annoying. And I felt like I couldn't fully be myself because I was always holding back. So what we did was a really lovely meditation and hypnosis, um, just about forgiveness and forgiving that. So forgiving yourself for holding on to that for so long, forgiving the people that may have allowed that to happen. And it's not like you need to, it's not like I called my parents and I was like, I forgive you. It's just all within your own energy field. So you don't need to go talk to the people that have wronged you in your life. It's just about letting go of that story and realizing what's limiting you. So that kind of really helps create a clear magnetic field to bring in all your manifestations, if that makes sense. And that's kind of what I teach in my manifestation course, but um, I never really thought about it that way. So maybe if you guys are are in my course, that might be a new way for you to think about it. Um, And the forgiveness was um, the practice that we did was called Ho'opono'opono, which is an ancient Hawaiian practice of forgiveness. So Basically, basically, you just repeat, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And you're just kind of repeating that um, until you can let it go. Um, just really, you're kind of giving the universe all your negative energy and, and creating something positive. And she taught us about that. And then we created new mantras around like kind of what we want to be true versus what we what was limiting us. So for me, I created like, it's safe for me to be seen and it's totally fine for me to be 100% me. Also that I have nothing to prove. So I feel like I'm constantly, I'm actually usually holding back because I don't feel worthy of even stating my opinions. But um, also I feel like I need to 
talk about my success or really like prove my success because ultimately I don't feel worthy. And when people say that I'm successful, I don't really believe it. So it's, it's interesting. And then another one that I said was just, I am loved unconditionally regardless of my emotional state. So I'm still loved even if I'm upset and crying and, um, I don't need to live my life around avoiding emotions. Um, I didn't realize how much I was wanting so badly to be liked that I like changed my personality around every person that I was like you guys probably see me as pretty consistent but I think I'm a little bit of a different person around like my family versus around um my relationships versus like my clients I I kind of put on a mask and I kind of change who I am in order to people please and make other people happy so I feel like I had a constant need for validation and I wanted to be validated all the time. I didn't have enough of my own self-worth. It all comes down to feeling enough and I definitely wasn't feeling enough. And I, I kind of have connected to that before, but that really resonated with me this time. I didn't realize how much it was holding me back and how I was really holding myself back in order to make other people happy or try to impress people or or just make people like me because I always want to be liked. And that's something that I'm still definitely going to need to keep working on. But um, something that I really worked on this week was just just keep continuing to remind myself that I'm free to be unapologetically me and others' approval or disappointment is not on me. That's on them. So um, taking responsibility for your own worthiness and your own enoughness. So that was very um, empowering for sure. And we did some affirmations each day, which was fun and some fun kind of like energy increasing exercises. We did a hypnosis every day. And then we got into manifesting a reality wilder than your wildest dreams, which was so cool. So just creation equals your thoughts and feelings equal things. So we talked a lot about clearing. So clearing in order to create new things, which comes back to that um, law of vacuum where you're um, clearing your energy field in order to create, um, letting go of the old stories in order to build the new stories, and really having certainty, which was something that I struggle with. I'm very indecisive. <laughs> if you know me in real life, you would know that when I try to make a decision, I probably ask about 30 people's opinions, and I go back and forth, and I ask them again, and I'm just so fucking done with that. Like, from now on, I'm not asking for any more opinions. Like, I am going with my gut. I am listening to my heart. I know what I need. And another thing that really resonated with me this week was that I have everything I need within me. I have all the answers within me. I have all the power to create the life I want within me. I have all the, um, how can I say it? All of the tools and all of the power to create the life that I want. And I actually am hoping before I leave Bali to get um, in Balinese script on my arm. Um, I have what I need. I have what I need. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Inside me or something like that. Um, and then we talked about like our life purpose. And if, if you were truly limitless, like let's say you were the universe in human form and you could do, be, do, or have 
anything you desire, what kind of life would you create? So that felt really special to think really big. And I love that the women, we really pushed each other. So there was a lot of like, we would write in our journal about to answer the question, and then we'd chat with the other women and, and like, be like, no, you can go bigger. Like, oh, you only want to help a thousand people. No, you're going to help a million people. Like you only want to make a million dollars. What about several million? And just like really realizing the possibilities, um, which I loved. And a lot of us were very, very similar in what we wanted to do. And I think the biggest thing that I came away with in my purpose is really believing in and having certainty in my process around the manifesting dream body, around manifestation, um, just in what I do every single day and how much I believe in it. And I need to have that certainty so that other women can have that certainty. And I want to create a world where Every woman feels 100% confident, at peace, and free in her body. Like, no more diets, pain, guilt, and shame around food. No more eating disorders. No more sadness in their skin. I want women to be free to create the lives that they love. And I and I feel like dieting and over-exercising and worrying about your body and weight loss is just a distraction to creating the life that you actually want. And I know that that was very true for me. I was so all-consumed by my eating disorder and then dieting and then my weight and calorie counting. Like I didn't have room in my brain for anything else. And when I finally um, got over that and then also achieved my dream body, it just gave me so much space to create. And now I'm sitting in Bali recording this podcast, which is pretty cool. Um, then we talked about who must you become in order to manifest and actualize this vision. So you're just, you're kind of creating that next level version of you. Who is this person that's already living that? How do they think? How do they act? How do they feel? What do they believe? What are their standards? How do they show up in the world? And, um, I talked about just being unafraid of criticism and judgment and I wrote down that I need to show the fuck up and be confident. So that's something that I'm going to be working on. Um, and then we talked about what we must change right away to create this new life, um, which is kind of giving us some action steps, which is very much like um, goal setting. And I loved that I wrote about speaking up and not holding back, not shrinking from shrinking myself, seeing what I want to say and not holding back. And then the next day we went shopping in Yuba and I found a necklace in my birthstone which is aquamarine and it opens up your throat chakra which is all about like saying what's on your mind and not being afraid to speak your truth so I really loved that I found that and of course I bought it for myself and we did a little bit of EFT which is emotional freedom technique which is using the acupressure points to just get the energy flowing in your body which I found it very helpful um we did a practice EFT session I've done a little bit of EFT before but um another point during the retreat I felt really anxious and instead of um crying or feeling upset not that there's anything wrong with that I just went through and did a little EFT session it took me probably five minutes and I felt like um, back to normal. It just helps. It's another way to clear your limiting beliefs. So I can teach that in my next Manifest Mondays course. I'm not certified to teach it, but I'll just share what we did. Um, and if it helps, it helps. There's so many YouTube videos. You can always look up EFT. It feels a bit ridiculous when you're doing it to yourself because you're tapping like on your head and your face and the side of your face and under your armpit. And it's like you look like a monkey a little bit, but it's very helpful to you just kind of recognize the limiting beliefs and then you clear the limiting beliefs and then you add in the new ones. So it's just this whole process while moving the energy throughout your body. Something that also that was really resonated this week was what if you just made um, 
it, your life an experiment. And this is how Catherine started her journey. She's like, okay, what if I 100% believed that my success was inevitable? How would I live my life? And that is what led her to being a self-made millionaire. And she's 26 years old. And you guys, she is the most wise, wonderful, genuine, authentic person I've ever met. I didn't know what to expect coming in. I was unsure if it would be everything I hoped, and it was a 100 times better than I hoped. I could not have asked for a better week. Her and her husband, Brennan, are so genuine, so real. Um, I just, I really felt like I connected with them, and um, so I loved that. So let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're kind of like, hmm, I'm a little bit interested in this manifesting technique. Maybe you're getting into the manifesting dream body and you've been looking at my course and you're like, what about this? I think what I'm going to tell my new people joining that course is like, what if you just use it as an experiment? Then it takes the pressure off. It takes the fear off. It's like, what if this worked? What if your success was inevitable? What if manifesting your dream body 100% worked and it does, um, then what would you do? How would you live? What would you believe? So that was fun. My experiment for the next year is what if I was just enough as I am all the time? What if I was just worthy? I'm just going to try believing that and see where it gets me. Um, then we talked about what we want to manifest in the next six months and we wrote them on some lanterns and we let them off today for the last day, which felt really good. And the three commitments that we decided to take action on, um, right away talking about alignment so being in line vibrationally vibrationally with the energy of your desires so just remember that like attracts like so this is a really good example for manifesting your dream body if you right now are in a body that you don't love and that's all you're focusing on you're just bringing more of that into your reality if you're thinking like i have to lose this much weight until I'm happy, or I hate how my body looks in these clothes, or I just feel so uncomfortable in my skin. That is just bringing more and more to you. Instead, if you learn to love your body, which I didn't realize that I was doing this at the time, but this is what I did. I learned to love my body at my heaviest. I started acting as if this body was like the most beautiful healthy, fit, strong body. And I just started truly loving it. So I was putting myself, I was putting myself vibrationally in alignment with my dream body because I thought about how I, how I would feel if I had my dream body. And then I started doing that to the body that I had, if that makes sense. So when you're manifesting money, you're getting in vibrational alignment with the amount of money that you want to make your feeling like it's already happened, like it's already there and you're acting as if. And I want you to do the same thing with your body. How would you feel when you reach your dream body? And how do you look at yourself in the mirror? What do you say to yourself? How, how do your clothes make you feel? And you need to start acting that way now in order to bring that into your reality. So sometimes we think that if we're happy with our bodies, then we're not going to end up changing them. But actually, it's the exact opposite. The minute you are so happy and in love with your body is the minute everything shifts and your body changes into that body that you always wanted. And that is exactly how it happened for me. And I didn't know that I was doing it at the time. But when I look back, I'm like, of course, that makes so much sense that as soon as I started loving my body, that's when my body became the one that I always wanted. And that whole time that I was dieting and over-exercising and, and hating my body and weighing myself and trying to lose weight, I just couldn't have success because I was constantly in alignment with hating my body. And that's just what kept 
coming in. So hopefully that makes sense. The like attracts like. So that is applicable to every single thing in your life. Um, you need to start feeling it now. The feelings that you want to have that you think are going to come when you get that thing, you need to start feeling them now. And that doesn't mean you need, to go, you need to go spend millions of dollars or anything like that. It's purely just feeling them. So just getting into the vibration, like you have the power to change your state and change your feeling at any time you want. There are a million ways you can feel happy. There are a million ways you can feel proud. It doesn't need to be around your body, but you can start bringing up the emotions and the feelings and then relate it to your body, if that makes sense. So what I wanted to feel was like free, strong, confident, healthy, um, all those things. And I just brought up the emotions that brought those on. It didn't need to mean around my body, but I feel strong when I realized, like, look at how much I've accomplished in my life or that I ran a marathon or I feel free when I can eat what I want throughout the entire day. And just bringing up those feelings first in order to get what you desire. So that's my favorite part about manifesting, just getting into alignment because it feels so good. You're just living like it's already there. You're so in that feeling that it doesn't matter if that thing comes because you're already feeling it. And that's the whole thing we want. That's all we want is the feeling. That's what it all comes down to. And the fun part is that when you're in the feeling um, for long enough, that's when it all comes and it's effortless. And that's when you can surrender because you are loving being in that feeling so much that it doesn't matter that it comes. That's where the surrender happens because, and that's when it all clicks into place. And I love it. So some of the things that I wanted to feel was like limitless, powerful, head over heels in love, inspired, unstoppable, um, inner knowing that anything is possible. And then I, we talk about kind of the things that we can do to feel those. And for me, it was like um, the marathon made me feel unstoppable. Um, manifesting dream body program that came into my mind during a meditation one day, that made me feel inspired. Um, Co-creating with the universe with ma manifesting my dream body, like physically, made me feel so powerful. Um, the the love that I feel in my relationship makes me feel giddy and, and loved. Um, and thinking about everything I've already manifested makes me feel limitless and like the options are limitless. So that's how I bring up those emotions in order to get to the next level. And then we made a list of things that bring you into those feelings that don't require money and don't require other people. So you have no excuse. You can always do them. And just to give you guys some ideas, for me, that's um, running or post-workout. That makes me feel very high vibration, very much like unstoppable and joyful. Meditation and visualization, reading, if it's like an inspiring book or even just a nonfiction book, losing myself in that story. I love that. Journaling and just identifying with my thoughts and dreaming big. I love journaling and dreaming naps like laying down for a nap I swear is the best fucking feeling in the world like that just makes me feel so happy and at peace and content um, a good bubble bath creating programs and content makes me feel really inspired and excited to share what I'm learning um, being outside in nature listening to podcasts that's also very much an inspiration bringing up creativity ideas flow that sort of thing um, learning from digital courses, those do actually kind of cost money, but you can learn in so many millions of ways, like free YouTube videos, free podcasts, free books, and then cuddling with Charlie when he's not being an asshole and trying to bite me. That brings up love for me. Um, then we talked about meeting your higher self and discovering your purpose. So this was, this is even getting a bit more woo for me, but really freaking crazy guys um she brought out these animal spirit 
cards. Like, you know, like there's oracle cards, tarot cards. I don't know much about that world, so sorry if I'm butchering it. But there was this animal spirit deck, and we had to each choose one. And I chose the buffalo. (laughs) And when I chose the buffalo, I was kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what does that mean? I don't... I don't identify with the buffalo. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And before we chose the card, it was, we asked a question, what is your higher self trying to tell you? And when I looked up what the buffalo meant, do I have it written down here? I have it in a picture on my phone, but I don't think I can stop with the recording. Um, When I looked up what the buffalo meant, it was about trusting the process, all the ups and downs, twists and turns, being certain in your final destination, um, knowing that every single like twist and turn is a chance for growth and um, just pressing forward, being persistent. And it was so interesting because I'd written something similar to that right before. Like, I just need to trust in the process and know that I'm free to be myself. And every single relationship that may be lost or change in my life that comes from being myself is only leading me to a better place. And um, so I did actually I end up identifying with the buffalo. And I am not fucking kidding you guys. <laughs> Three days later, I pull. I did the card again. I was like, hmm, wonder if like, um, what else I could pull? And I, there's, I don't even know how many cards in there. Probably at least 52. And I pulled the same card. I pulled the buffalo again. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. So it's obviously something that my higher self is trying to tell me. So I'm taking that message to heart. I need to look up what it means again. But it was very, I loved pulling the cards because Every time I got a message that so resonated with what I needed to hear, and it was very interesting. Um, we talked. We talked about the ego versus your higher self. So, the ego is like anytime you're feeling uncomfortable, that's your ego. That's like your scared little child wants to keep you in your comfort zone. It's always looking for what's missing and what's wrong. Um, let's say you're like, I want to start a business. Your ego is probably going to crop up. Oh, but you can't make money doing that. Or it's going to search for opportunities that are going to show you that you are going to fail at that. And it's going to keep you scared and safe and in your comfort zone. And then your higher self is the one that's like, let's start the business. Of course, it's going to work. You are meant to do this, that sort of thing. It doesn't have the negative aspect. So it's interesting. You can always look at your life through fear or your ego, or you can always look at your life through love and your higher self. Um, Your higher self is like you're thriving. Your ego is you're just surviving. And who wants to just survive? We want to thrive in our lives. So I encourage you to start looking at your decisions and noticing if your ego is cropping up. Um, the higher self is connected to the limitlessness of like un- of the universe. It's always certain. It's never afraid to trust and have faith. Um, and it just knows that you have what you need and it's done. If you say that you want to do something and it's done. Um, and we just did a meditation and a hypnosis that um, connected to our higher selves. And I know this is probably sounding a bit woo for some people, but, um, and I actually fell asleep a little bit within this meditation, but it was pretty powerful for me. I was able to kind of step into that higher self and realize kind of what I needed to do. I connected that she is really calm, certain, peaceful. She's unafraid and she's totally fulfilled and not afraid to show her true self. Um, no more second guessing, um, 
which was interesting. And then from, from our higher self, we wrote down what do we feel our life's purpose is, which I think I already said this, but just to trust deeply in the process and to teach others how to do the same and to know we're always supported no matter what. So just following your instincts and trusting your gut, which is something that I definitely struggle with. And, um, I'm definitely afraid to trust because of the unknown, because of scarcity. And those are all your ego kicking in. So I made some matches around that, just like I always make the right decision. I'm always on the right path. I'm always supported. Um, so that was really cool. And what else do we have? Oh, yeah, I had a one-on-one with Catherine, which was obviously amazing. And something that that basically it all comes down to for me was... I was a, I was trying to find outside validation through relationships, through my parents being proud of me, through my clients being like, oh, you're doing such a good job, through making a certain amount of money, through having a certain amount of followers, all those things, all those things that are external validation. And Catherine told me, and I even said, I said to her, like, I actually don't believe that, like, even the women on the retreat like me. Like, I'm worried that um, it's all kind of like they're just tolerating me and when the retreat's over like we're not going to be friends after this which is so ridiculous if you saw how we all are together but basically what Catherine said to do was like everything that you need validation for you need to find that within yourself um and I do feel like I've really started doing that I've made some drastic um switches in my mind and I've just realized like it doesn't matter what anyone else gives me, no matter how close they are in my life and in my relationships, I can find everything I need within myself. And that's the other reason why I want to get that tattooed on me. Like you have what you need. You don't need anyone to tell you you're beautiful. You don't need anyone to love you. You can, you can feel love and feel beautiful without anyone saying it to you. And it's just like clearing all those limiting beliefs and creating a magnet for everything you want. And that was a limiting belief for me, not trusting and always needing that external validation. I was actually blocking it from coming in. And I realize now, like the minute I let go and find it all within myself, that's when it draws it all in, just like a magnet. Um, So just choosing to believe that I am enough. And then, oh, another good nugget that she gave me was like, I was talking about how I'm very good at resisting um, pain and fear. And that is like my MO. Like if something, if I feel uncomfortable, I'm so easy. I I mean, I'm so good at just like blocking that off, putting it away. Um, I don't even need to pay attention to it. I just compartmentalize it and I move forward with my day and I pretend to be happy. And, And that's what really led to my eating disorder was not actually feeling the pain, feeling the fear. I was just pushing it aside or pushing it down with food. So the analogy that she gave me that was very helpful, if you can imagine this, oh my God, I'm sorry, this podcast is long, (laughs) Um, is let's say you're in a car and how we want it to be is like you're in the driver's seat, the universe or source or God or whatever it is, is in the passenger seat and all your emotions are in the back seat, like fear, anger, um, jealousy, all those things like They are there, but they are not a part. They are not driving you. You are the driver, if that makes sense. And she said what I was doing was I was 
not even letting those emotions into the car. So I'm trying to drive and they are like banging on the windows and trying to get in and pulling me backwards and holding me back. And I couldn't get anywhere because I wasn't letting them in the car. And she's like, just because you let them in the car does not mean that you need to like sit with them and stay like, sorry, you do need to sit with them and experience them, but you don't need to hold on to them. So I always thought, if I let the emotions in, then they're never going to go away. I'm just going to really like soak in all the sadness and anger and whatever. But really what happens is the minute you can let it in and let it go is when you clear your energetic field. So I didn't realize this. Like I thought I was keeping my energetic field. Like I talked about at the beginning of the podcast, I thought I was keeping it clear without because I wasn't le- even letting the emotions in. But really what that was doing was holding them in the energetic field. So that was a big kind of like aha moment for me. The more that I resist, the more that they persist. So I am really trying to stop resisting the negative feelings. And like when they come up, I just need to recognize them. I need to, I can notice them. I don't need to label them. I can feel them and it's going to be okay. And I can just let them go. You can forgive them. You can let them go. You can surrender. And that's all you need to do. And that's just going to clear your energy field and keep it clear. So it's okay to feel emotions, I think is what I'm really trying to say. And for so long, I I did not think it was okay to feel emotions. And I felt ashamed. I felt guilty if I was too emotional or if I was angry about something or if I was being negative. Um, but now I recognize that I can feel it and I can let it go. And that just makes you your own magnet for everything you want. Um, just knowing that Um, being comfortable with being uncomfortable really leads to the magic. Um, So something that she said is to do something drastic to really like shock your ego. So mine is to really go all in um, with love, friendships, family, without expecting anything in return because I already have it within me. So that just kind of changed the whole game for me because I was always loving, but it was conditional. I was loving if people loved me back, but I could never love somebody and put myself out there if they didn't love me back. Like that sounds fucking terrifying. It still kind of does, but I'm realizing that I was really holding my, holding myself back from deep, meaningful relationships because I was always keeping everybody at arm's length because I was not trusting that they would love me back and I wasn't able to go all in. So that is what I'm really focusing on when I get home from this retreat is I just really want to go in, all in with, with all of my things, with my work, with my friendships, with, with my family, with everything that I do. I want to go all in without expecting anything in, re- in return. And that's just the unconditional love part of it. And knowing that I already have all that love and all that worthiness and all the validation I need within me. And I don't need to seek it from anybody else. That is powerful. That makes me want to cry. That just hit me again. (laughs) So that was a big thing. Um, What else did we do? We talked about um, connecting to kind of your greater clarity. Um, uh, What else? Oh, integration into the real world and living intentionally. So some things that you committed to do when you get home, which is for me being vulnerable, having the hard conversations, build the connections, go all in, um, stay in touch with everyone from this retreat because I know myself and this is what, this is my pattern. I'll make these friendships and I'll build them and then I'll, I'll believe that I'm not worthy and I'll push away and I won't return text messages. I'll avoid, I'll, I'll totally create a, 
um, space where there wasn't one before because I am too scared to go all in. So that is something that I'm not going to do this time. And then speak and share value every day and don't get caught up in the knowledge curse because what I'm realizing is that I do have value to give. And I think because let's use intuitive eating as an example. I've been learning and talking about intuitive eating for so long that I don't feel, I feel like everybody knows it. So I don't feel like I have anything good to say unless I learn something new, but I'm realizing that people are still starting at the beginning here and this can still be mind blowing for other people. And I not, I need to stop holding back from sharing content because I'm like, Oh, everyone's heard that before. So I just don't say anything, but, um, and I do that with a lot of things. Like I don't realize that even the stuff I've know I've known forever is still valuable to somebody else that's just starting out. So I'm going to try to really start sharing more online with, with, um, old things that I've learned, new things that I've learned, um, and just stop being afraid of being like, oh, everybody's already heard this before, like whatever, because especially talking to these other women on the retreat, they're sharing these stuff that is blowing my mind. And they're like, what? You don't already know that? Like, this is my life. And I'm like, oh my God, like this stuff is blowing my mind. I've never even thought about those things. And we talked about setting some boundaries. I'm just going to try really hard. I'm not going to try. I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm not going to go on social media and emails for the first hour of my morning and for the first hour before bed. I'm going to stop people pleasing. So no more saying yes to things that are not 100% aligned with my vision and just be my most vulnerable self. Um, And then the last day was just... um, We went to the beach club and it was amazing. It was a great celebration with all the ladies. We spent the day in the sunshine and had cocktails and of course, like more breakthroughs, more talks, more chats. Um, and today was the last day and we all said goodbye. There's six of us that are still here. Actually, most of us are still here, but six of us that are staying in Seminyak for the next, I'm here for three more nights. So I'm really happy that I didn't have to say goodbye to everybody at once because I would be quite sad right now. (laughs) Um, And I think just in regards to the retreat, all I can say is that it was 100% worth it. Um, When I bought the retreat, I definitely did not have the money and it was a big expense. But as you guys heard in my last podcast about how I manifested my way to Bali, it it just up-leveled me in every way. And I'm totally unafraid to make um, financial risks now in order for my growth because the minute you take that risk and you spend the money, you're up leveling yourself. And the only reason you can fail is if you stop believing in yourself and if you start doubting yourself. And, um, I think it was so powerful for me to let go and trust and just do it as opposed to trying to save up the money first. Like I just wasn't trusting in my own ability by holding back. And I'm so glad that I took the leap. And I knew when I heard about this retreat, I had this like feeling inside me. I was like, you have to go on this retreat. Like I didn't have the money. It didn't make any sense, but I just had this like voice. Like I felt so much urgency around it. Like Tara, you need to go on this retreat. You need to go on this retreat. Like you have to make this happen. And I realized now it was a hundred percent for a reason. Like I was meant to meet every single one of those women. I was meant to be in Catherine's presence for a week. I was meant to have all those realizations and all that growth because now I can share it with all of you. And I think my business is only going to explode from here on out because I'm so unafraid to just go for it. Like I'm so excited to share and create and live what I'm supposed to be doing and, and be myself fully without worrying about the outside opinions. So 
I'm very excited for this next chapter. The next few days are I'm just going to be spent um, really spending some time with myself. Um, obviously, I'm still going to hang out with the girls, but I booked my own villa just because I feel like I need to process and um, go through everything that I've learned and really make sure that I'm implementing it and not forgetting anything. But it was, um, I would say, probably the best week of my life. I, I'm not even exaggerating. I loved the yoga. I loved the, the workshops. I loved the food. I loved the people. I loved the excursions. I love Bali more than anything. It's my favorite place in the world. So if you are on the fence about doing this retreat, I think there's only three spots left. <laughs> so I would definitely sign up. But um, thank you guys for listening. If you listened to this whole episode, I appreciate it. I hope you got some value out of it. And I will only continue to start um, sharing more of everything I've learned and everything I continue to learn in this process. And I can't wait to help you guys reach all of your goals, all of your dreams. It's 100% possible. If I have seen anything this week, it's just to trust and to just go for it. And you will be successful. Your success is inevitable. Have a great day, guys.